Hallelujah. We are in the second week of our annual 21 day fasting. And I am preaching and teaching about fasting in order for you to be well prepared and with the right understanding about fasting men. The first message I gave in this series was the power of fasting. The second message was the living sacrifice. And this is my third and last preaching about fasting. And today's message is fasting releases the unseen world. Yes, we are going to see that fasting is something very powerful that releases the spiritual world. And if you read the Bible, this book here, you are going to see that fasting is a spiritual discipline practiced by Jesus, by his disciples, and his followers as a source of power, strength, and growth for believers ever since. And today you are going to listen what happens in the unseen world when we fast. Let's go. In the book of Luke, chapter 4, said that Jesus fasted for 40 days, or he was baptized, filled with the Holy Spirit, and was led by the Spirit to fast and pray for 40 days. If, if it was not necessary to fast, Jesus, as our example and model, would not have fasted. The Bible says that Jesus was led by the Spirit to fast and pray. And today, the same Spirit, the same Holy Spirit is calling us, calling me and you to fast and pray. This year, we, Shalom in Ireland, are going to have 12 hours of prayer every month. Yes, every month we are going to have 12 hours of prayer. And I would like to challenge you to take part in it and also to fast at least once a week. Why? Because when nothing else works, Jesus said that prayer are the only solution. And today I want to start talking about Daniel's life. And also I challenge all of you to read the book of Daniel in this fasting. And also Daniel was not only a man of faith who went to lion's den, but a man of integrity, faithful and loyal to the Lord. He was trustworthy, nor negligent in everything he did to the king he served, that he has served, and to the Lord his God, that he was faithful. Daniel was a man 
of fasting and prayer. He had the habit to pray three times a day, going on his knees and give thanks to the Lord. He started his faithfulness to God when he was a teenager, when he was brought to the exile in Babylon. But he kept his faithful. And he, and he started his faithfulness when he was a teenager. But when, when he decided not to eat the food of the king, did you, did you remember? He said, I'm not going to eat that food, the food of the king. And he was only a teenager. But when he was about 80 years, or after 65 years, Daniel didn't change his habits of seeking the Lord. Because the Bible says he was praying three times a day. Or it was a habit. It was a routine. And he lived his faith every day. Wow. Also, I told you in my last preaching. I said that we needed to fast and pray. Not on year or in the beginning of the year. But prayer and fasting should be a habit. Yes, a routine for our lives. Read the Bible's habit, uh, worship's habit, tithing's habit. Because God's habits is the seeds of integrity. Yes. Are you faithful to seek the Lord as in the beginning of your Christian life? Are you faithful and are you serving the Lord with integrity? This is a question for you. Because I want you to show now the results of Daniel's integrity when he was in the lion's den. Let's read Daniel 6 verse 20. I want to read Daniel. Daniel 6.20. That says. When he came to the den. The king said. He cried out with a lamenting voice to Daniel. The king spoke, saying to Daniel, Daniel, servant of the living God, has your God, whom you serve continually, been able to deliver you from the lions? Look, the effect that Daniel had in the king's life. He called Daniel servant of the living God. Or he was saying that the God of Daniel was the living God. And I also noticed that the king paid attention in, the, in his life 
serving the Lord because he said, to whom you serve continuously. Yes, let's see Daniel's answer in the verse 22 now. Verse 22 says, My God sent his angel and shut the lion's mouths so that they have no hurt me because I was found innocent bef before him. Daniel was not harmed. Why? Because he trusted in God. Trust in God gives you integrity. And trust in God brings you salvation and deliverance. But many people, they are a little bit lazy. Because they don't want to seek God. They don't want to come to meetings. They don't want to pray. They don't want to fast. They don't want... But... They don't want to do things, but they want God's favor. And the story of Daniel shows us how fasting and prayer affect the unseen world. And I want to read another verse, Daniel 10 now. Daniel chapter 10, verse 2 and 3. Daniel 10, verse 23. In those days, I, Daniel, was mourning three full weeks, or 21 days. I ate no pleasant food. No meat or wine came into my mouth, nor did I anoint myself at all, till three whole weeks were fulfilled. Hallelujah. If you read Daniel 1, or the first chapter of Daniel, you are going to see that Daniel was e eating vegetable and drinking water. And he gave up pleasant food. Or Daniel, he made a vow. Who was, he was fasting, seeking God. And do you know what happened? I'm going to read now verse 10. 10 and 11. Let's see what happened after this fasting. Suddenly, a hand touched me, which made me tremble on my knees and on, on the palms of my hands. Verse 11. And he said to me, Oh, Daniel, man, Greatly loved. I'm going to repeat. He said, Oh, Daniel, man, greatly loved. Understand the words that I speak to you and stand upright, for I have now been sent to you. While he was speaking this word to me, I stood trembling. Hallelujah. Again, you are going to see that because of his integrity, another angel came to him and said, You are greatly beloved. You remember the first time he was thrown unfairly 
into the lion's den. But one angel came to protect him. But now God sent another angel to him. Can you see how fasting released the, the power of God upon the circumstance? How things are changed. When Daniel was in his three full weeks of fasting or in these 21 days not eating pleasant food and seeking the Lord, the Lord responded to what he did. And one angel came and said, you are greatly loved. Hallelujah. Or Daniel didn't eat desirable food but then one angel came and said you are desired by me wow but my brothers and sisters please don't mistake his love and his favor or don't mistake the love of God and the favor of God because the love of God is fully free for you and it's yours. God loves you. But the favor of God doesn't come to your, your life until you do certain things that get God's attention. This is the point. Or the increase of God's favor comes with obedience and sacrifice. Or Daniel said, I ate no pleasant food, no fancy food, no desirable food. But as a result, at the end of his fasting, God says to him, you are highly esteemed. You are highly beloved. You have my favor. Hallelujah. Or Daniel didn't eat desirable food, desirable food, but he become, became desirable by God. Because the angel came and said, you are highly beloved. Can you imagine? Wow. How can we be highly esteemed in heaven? Do you know how? I want to read a verse in the Bible that shows us Isaiah 66, 2. Isaiah 66, 2. Isaiah 66, 2 says, Declares the Lord, These are the ones I look on with favor. Look, pay attention. Declare the Lord. These are the ones I look on with favor. Those who are humble and contrite in spirit and who tremble at my word. Hallelujah. We can be esteemed in heaven, my beloved brothers and sisters. And to have the favor of God when we are humble and contrite in spirit. 
When you humble yourself before the Lord in fasting and prayer, then the floodgates of heaven are open over your life. Let's read what the angel said to Daniel. Daniel 10 again. Let's go to Daniel 10 again. Then verse 12. Then he said to me, Do not fear, Daniel, for from the first day that you set your heart to understand and to humble yourself before your God, your words were heard. And I have come because of your words. Hallelujah. The angel said, because you kept fasting, because you humbled yourself, your words were heard. Hallelujah. Your, your prayers were heard. And I have come in response to them or the angel came in response of Daniel's obedience of fasting and prayer can you see how fasting releases the unseen world my brothers there is there is a connection between the physical action here on earth and the spiritual power that is released from heaven. Yes, we are going to see that in the Bible. When you offer your body as a living sacrifice, God releases his favor. And this is a time which God is calling you and I to his presence. Yes, are you going to answer to God? God is calling us. Or less of you and more of him. Yes, less of you and more of his presence. This is a time and a strategic moment in our lives that God comes not with a demand, but with a challenge. Because God is challenging us now in this time. You don't have to do it. Or you are not going to be like more saved if you fast. But it's a divine challenge and obedience. God loves you. But when you fast, you are going to find the favor of God. Or what you do physically in obedience to God releases spi the spiritual world. Yes. I'm going to repeat that again. What you do physically in obedience to God releases the spiritual world. Yes. And I want to, wa I want to show what happens in the unseen world when we fast and pray. And I want to speak about a true story that I love it 
from the book of Exodus because it has a profound lesson to teach us today. In the book of Exodus, I cannot, we cannot read the, the whole chapter, but if you can read later, please read later, Exodus 17. And there, there is a tremendous story about prayer, fasting, and the spiritual world. And this is a story of Moses and the Amalekites. Moses, Joshua, and the children of Israel fighting against the Amalekites. And in this Bible event, God told to Moses, he said, Moses, go up to the mountain, lift the hands towards heaven. And said to Joshua, the general Joshua, Joshua, go to the battle, to the battlefield, to fight against the Amalekites. And God commanded Moses to keep his hands lifted up to win the battle. Let's read just the verse 11. Exodus 17, verse 11. Exodus 17, verse 11. And so it was when Moses held up his hand that Israel prevailed. And when he left down his hand, Amalek prevailed. Wow! As long as Moses held up his hand, the Amalekites were winning. But when whoever he lowered his hand, the Amalekites were winning. Or as long as Moses had his hand up, as God told him to do, as long he was in physical obedience, my brother. It was a physical obedience. He was winning the battle in the unseen world because of his physical obedience. But when Moses became weary, and sometimes we become weary, and we sometimes we stop praying because we are so tired, because we are working too much, we are doing many things, say, oh, I don't need to pray anymore. But when Moses become weary and his hand become uh, uh, come down, the Amalekites would begin to defeat Israel. My brothers, as long as he was in physical obedience, he was winning the battle in the unseen world. And this story is so important because it reinforces the fact that physical obedience brings spiritual release. And there is a connection between what we do physically here and what happens spiritually. What we do here with our physical body and what happens in the spiritual world. Or angels were released in that battle 
Yes, because Moses was there praying. Angels were released in the battle just because his hand was up physically because he was obeying God. And if Moses' hands started coming down, then the enemy started winning the battle. And the Bible is full of mentions of angels. Have you seen that? When you read the Bible, you are going to see many times angels coming, saving people, bringing messages. Yes, but today we don't hear much about the angel. Have you seen that? Or the modern church doesn't talk about supernatural things. And you don't hear about angels. But the Bible talks a lot about angels. Let's read just two verses about angels. Hebrew 1, 14. Hebrew 1, 14. Hebrew 1.14 says, Are not all angels ministering spirits sent forth to minister for those who will inherit salvation? Wow! I'm going to read another. Psalm 34.7 Psalm 34.7 Psalm 34:7 says, The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him, and he delivers them. Yeah, look, the Bible says the angels of God are spirits to render service for those who are saved. If you are saved, the angel, when you are praying and fasting, angels are released to help you. I, have, I don't like to talk about it, but I have had many experiences, even with angels. The people who know me here in Ireland, I have told many stories and many things that happened in my life. That God sent angels. And the Bible says the angels, they are there. If you are fasting and praying to help you. And here is the point. As long as Moses obeyed God's commandment, or what God told him for him to do, a physical act, the battle was on because of what he was doing Physically, with his body. Or if his hands went down, they began to lose the battle. And this is the point, my brothers and sisters. Many defeats in our lives. It's not God's will. It was our lack of fasting and prayer. Many times... Something very bad happened. The people say, it's God's will. No, it's not God's will. But the Bible says for us to pray and fast. Then the things are going to be transformed and changed. And also some people say, 
I don't need to do anything physically because God knows I love him in my heart. <laughs> This is so silly. And some people say, like, I feel that I love the Lord and I worship him on inside. I worship him on my heart. And, and I don't need to do things. I don't need to go to church. I don't need to take part in the cell meetings. I don't need to fast. I don't need to pray. Because God knows I love him. This is not true, my brothers and sisters. But, just an example. But if you, if you tell your wife or husband, I love you on the inside, but I cannot show it on the outside with my actions. If you say that to him or to her, they are going to question you. They're going to say, do you really love me? Because I cannot say your physical actions. It's just words. Sometimes it's just words. Just words. And the Bible says many people, they are saying many words, but their hearts are far away from the Lord. And do you love the Lord? One day Jesus asked to Peter, Peter, do you love me? And he said, yes, sir. Yes, yes, Jesus. I really love you. And what Jesus said to him, if you love me, feed my sheep. Or if you love me, do something. And I have a question. Do you love Jesus? If you love Jesus, offer your body as a living sacrifice to him. Do you love Jesus? Invest your time Your time in the kingdom of God, not just on your own things. Do you love Jesus? Come to pray meetings. We have pray meetings in the church, in the mornings, we, and, and, and Saturdays, and many times we have pray meetings. Do you love Jesus? Take part on the cell meetings. Do you love Jesus? Give back to God your tithes. An offering. This is something practical. And we should express our love to God physically. But nowadays, everything gets reduced to internal stuff in the modern day church. And there is no physical obedience. And, and God says, sometimes I demand of my people a physical act of obedience before I release spiritual reward. And fasting is, the, is one of those acts of obedience, my brothers and sisters. And also fasting is a way of humbling ourselves. I'm going to repeat again. Fasting, it is a way of humbling ourselves. Fasting, when you are fasting, 
you, you are saying to God, I don't want pride in my life. And look into the church. And we can see some people, they are proud. And they don't know they are too proud. And also I used to say that pride is like bad breath. Everyone knows you have it except you. But those who are near you knows and they can feel the smell of your pride. If you want to know if you are a proud person, ask to people around you. Yes? Ask to your parents, your leader and pastor. People, they know you. Did you know that the first sin in the Bible was pride? Many people think the first sin in the Bible were when Adam and Eve fall. No. The first sin in creation was pride. Pride God turned one angel into a devil. Do you remember? According to the scripture, Lucifer was one archangel that was in a holy place in heaven. And he was cast out of heaven. Think about it. Pride can turn one angel into a devil, Satan. Pride also can prevent many people to enter in the kingdom of God. My beloved brother, I don't want pride to get hold of me. I don't want to have pride in my life. And if we, we would be honest, we all have to say there are times where we begin to become self-sufficient. I know everything. I, I know how to do. And, and that's why fasting is so powerful. That's why in the beginning of the year we are saying, Holy Spirit, I need you. Holy Spirit, fill me again. I humble myself. This is why we are fasting. Because fasting is a way to humble ourselves. My beloved, humility is not putting yourself down. Humility is lifting Jesus up in your life. And I challenge you, please keep fasting. Keep faithful in these 21 days. If you did not fast or if you are in a trip or cannot fast now, start your 21 days fasting next month or when you are back. But please, have your 21 day fasting. This is going to be powerful for your life. And I also, I challenge you to have fasting as a routine. My brother, this is my last word about fasting.
Last word in this series. Of course, I'm not going to stop talking. But this is my last word. And I want to challenge you. Have fasting as a routine. Every week, have a day fasting. As we, as we tithe and pray and read the Bible, we have to fast. Remember, praying and fasting releases the spiritual world. Release angels to work and help you. And fasting is one of those acts of obedience. And fasting is a way of humbling yourself. Do you love Jesus? Do you really love Him? Offer your body as a living sacrifice in 2021. Amen? Can I pray for you right now? If you can, please close your eyes right now. I want to pray for you. And also, I'm going to ask you, please, close. with your eyes closed, pray this prayer. And say to the Lord this prayer. You can repeat after me or, or you can repeat your own words. But pray this prayer, please. And say, Lord, I really want you, Lord. I want you to awaken something in me, Lord. Because I want to be changed and transformed, Father. I want to be thirsty and hungry for you, Jesus. Just as I crave delicious food, Father. I want to crave for your word. I want to crave for your presence, Father. I want to crave... The seasoning of fasting and prayer. Lord, we, I come before you and I pray for these 21 days of fasting, Lord. That we are near to the end. We have just more one week, Lord. And, I, and we want to offer our body as a living sacrifice to you. Father, I want you to touch me. I want you to move me, Lord. I want you to move me out of my comfort zone. Father, move us out of our comfort zone, Father. I want you to make me hungry. To align me to our divine purpose, Lord. Father, may this year. Be a year of breakthrough, Lord. A year that mighty things happen, Lord. May this year be a year that you, God, visit my life. I am waiting for you. Visit my life. I want to look back and say, that in 2021, you opened my eyes, Father. You showed me things according to our will. And you showed who you are, Father. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we pray.
and we give ourselves to fast and pray and to seek your face and to humble ourselves, Father. Break us, Father. I'm asking you, please, visit Shalom Ministry in Ireland. Visit our lives, Father. Visit our families, Lord. Visit our homes. Father, visit every single person that are watching us online right now. Touch their lives, Father. Bless their spiritual lives. Bless their family. Bless their marriage, Father. Bring healing and peace over them. Father, we need you in this new year. And we are hungry for you. And we pray in the powerful name of Jesus Christ. Amen. May the Lord bless you and keep you. Have a, a very blessed week. And see you next week in Jesus' name.